Farpoint Media, powered by Podango. Cast, episode 41. Welcome everyone to another episode of the ADD cast. Today we are coming to you from Imagine That Studios, newly relocated to the basement of the Morris household. <laughs> yes, indeed, ED. I am so happy with And thanks for breaking in the new studio with me, guys. You're very Thank welcome. You. I'm so You're stoked. Welcome. We are here under the flight path of the Manassas uh, Regional Airport. Regional Airport. And Dulles International Dulles. Airport. And guess what? You're not going to hear a freaking plane now. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> we have, yes. we have a whole house full of shh right on top of yep. us. Yep. T, T is now podcasting from the bunker. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> podcasting from T. Morris's bunker. And I have been waiting to give this to you all Ooh. all day long. So who wants Ooh. to have the honors? Martha has two hands. My right hand is busy. That's true. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm looking at his so enormous much. penis. And, and the trouble started to melt Well, the, the ironic thing is that the AKG perception does look like an enormous penis. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? It's that beer can shaped it, penis. It really is. It's the kind of microphone that, that, that men like to have and women just love. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Well, this microphone does welcome. love me. Um, it, it is our very great pleasure to be of assistance. You guys have been, uh, if you're wondering, you guys have been Ooh. taking such oh, good wow. care of me. Thank you. And the original plan was we were going to get you guys a gift certificate to uh, BSW. Turns out Ooh. they don't give gift certificates at BSW. Oh, darn. Oh, darn. Oh, my. But, and I knew that would be perfect for you guys because of all be. the stuff we've been doing. And, so, and you know what's even, what's even nicer? Is it's that it's card. handmade by Natalie? Yes, yes. The, car, oh the card God. is handmade by Natalie. Natalie does that the whole. Gorgeous. Natalie it's does the whole work. thing with um, with uh, stamping up and 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 uh, she's she's good. She's really good that way. Um, oh my God! That way, is, the way it works. Phenomenal. The way it works with Thank the ladies so is that um, my mother-in-law she does uh, creative memories. Natalie does stamping up. And Serena, well, shoot, she's she already does. showing. She's showing. Uh, she's showing an aptitude for music, for dancing, and now swimming. She just started swimming lessons. <laughs> it was pretty fun. <laughs> she is the most amazing, almost three-year-old on the planet. It's, it's frightening. It's frightening. But uh, we have decided that yes, uh, I think we should. We should probably mention it that yes, we are going to make Natalie, uh, Natalie, uh, Serena's third birthday, Man versus Child two. So I think birthday party. His name is T Morris, <laughs> and now he must survive a three-year-old birthday party. I, well, last night. Uh, Man vs. Wild, Wild was on. premiered, right? Oh, yeah. And what's great was that I got a great idea from watching the premiere because in that premiere, you know, he's talking at the top of his lungs as he's hanging on the side of the helicopter, talking about the Everglades and where they're going to drop him in. Yes. So what I want to do is I want to, uh, if we have enough kids show up, I want to uh, rent a moon bounce. <laughs> and as the moon bounce is being inflated, I'm going to be in front of it and you guys are going to film me and I'm going to be going, here is where you face off one against five and I will show you the skills on how to survive in such a hostile environment as a moon bounce, you know, and then we'll take it from there. We only have 10 minutes to play with, but I think that, that that's our the, plan. The, the part that got me... Was when he saw the alligator and he was, you must back off at least 15 feet <laughs> in order to be safe. Trust you me, don't I was want taking to get notes. Any closer to, this, to these. I was so taking notes. I really was. Really was. Bear, we love you. Oh, yes. Oh, Bear Grylls, God. you are the man. You are the man. He is so awesome. He eats toad. He ate a frog. He ate a frog. And a turtle. And a turtle. And a turtle. Well, <laughs> he he uses like a pressure cooker. I was like, oh, rock on. And George Robb, I mean, love. I love my Robbalicious goodness, as you all know. Yeah. But I swear to God, when he said that 
Bear Grylls was a pussy compared to Survivor Man. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, I was like, you know, first off. Geek for, fight. Geek oh, fight. Oh, serious nerd geek fight. Fight. Nerd of, fight. Nerd of fight. all the things that, that George says on his podcast and what offends me that he calls Bear Grylls a pussy. Right. Me. Right. Me. Christian Reboot 2.0. Yeah. And I get upset when Rob comes off and says, yeah, Bear Grylls is a pussy compared to Survivor Man. I was like, what? Survivor Man is is such a pussy. Is Not only that, he's an idiot. And I'll tell you why. What does Bear Grylls focus on when he gets dropped into the territory? What does he focus on? Food, food, shelter, finding civilization. There we go. Yep. Finding What does Survivor Man do? He gets a bike. He gets film equipment. He gets all this stuff and he takes it with him and then he vacations there. He he just vacations for a week. For a week. And I'm sitting there going, dude, you have a do you have any idea what Bear Grylls could do with a bicycle? And this guy's just like, yeah, I got this bicycle. I guess it's time I better take it apart. Screw you! Bear Grylls would have built an SUV out of that bicycle <laughs> and gotten himself out of whatever situation he was in. This guy's like, yeah, we're going to use it to, you know, barbecue vermin. Hey, you know what? Bear Grylls just dined on the turtle. F you. <laughs> I swear. George, get your head out of your ass, man. I love George Rob, but I got to say, I could I could get in a fight with him over that. I'm, you know, I'm, that, that's, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Although I must admit, this is the most relaxed I've been in a week. <laughs> oh, my God, T. Yeah. We've heard about part, most of your week. I had a hellacious <laughs> week. Oh, I man. had this absolutely engrossing, <laughs> self-involved, overwhelming week. And then I listened to T's week of, <laughs> in, in Billy Bitching on the end of episode 14. And <laughs> that was I heavily said, edited because I, I wanted to, to myself, keep my job with Wiley. <laughs> self uh yeah um no oh man t1 t, t morris wins this round <laughs> mortal combat <laughs> Smart. oh man i tell you what just some crazy crazy stuff but um but you know what i should have done i didn't realize this until until you guys were just on the way over here um and and again one of the reasons why i'm i'm so relaxed is because one you guys just helped me write part of the chapter for uh for the next podcasting for dummies book because now we've got the compressor working i just now have to fiddle with it and then explain okay here's the advantages of having hardware versus doing compression and noise gate and stuff like that through software but uh i saw you guys had michelle malone on your oh, show yes. oh yeah oh, yes. oh we love michelle malone <laughs> michelle malone is coming to vienna really to jam in java yes on really? july 11th Yep. I believe it's July 11th. Check, check the ADD cast website. We link directly to where you can buy tickets for her show or just go to jamandjava.com. What an amazing performer. Ha- I haven't seen her live before, but I've been listening to her latest album, which is Sugarfoot, um, which I guess wow. has been out for about a year. And oh my God. Really, really amazing performer. Well, I'll tell you what. I found out that you guys uh, haven't heard this song that I happen to have on my Mac. And I should have listened to this song when things were getting bad because this song really kind of kind kind of, allows you to smile and bob your head and just say, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. We just need to take a step back. So I think, you know, is this a good time to, 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 to play a song? How, Why not? how far in are we? Oh, we're like about eight minutes in. I thought they could take a break from our voices. Why yeah. Not? Yeah, we'll, th- yeah. we'll throw you a Michelle Malone song instead of doing it at the end. Yeah, why not? Uh, this is from the album Homegrown. I think it was her first album. And this is actually the song that turned me on to Mona Michelle Malone uh, from, no- from the novel. From the novel? <laughs> from the album Homegrown. It's Avalon by Mona Michelle Malone.
With the passing of podcaster Joe Murphy, people have been asking a lot of questions. What is leomyosarcoma? Is there treatment for this? A friend of mine just got diagnosed with cancer. Now what do I do? That's where Give Us a Minute comes in. Give Us a Minute is a podcast of hope. We invite you to share on this podcast your own trials and tests with cancer, to share memories of Joe and other loved ones, and to join a community that, with the help of Mason Rocket, will work together to combat this disease and find a cure. All proceeds raised by this podcast will go to benefit the Joe Murphy Memorial Fund in its ongoing battle against leomyosarcoma. Subscribe at www.joemurphymemorialfund.org and tell everyone you know. Give us a minute. For Joe, for all of us, for a cure. In September 2006, Familiar Voices from Podcasting celebrated achievement and outstanding performances from the previous year by uttering four simple words. And the winner is... And the winner is... And the winner is... Now, in 2007, this celebration happens again. The 2007 Parsec Awards, presented at DragonCon in Atlanta, Georgia, is now accepting nominations... Now it's your turn to cast a vote for your favorite science fiction, fantasy, or horror podcast novel. Sound off for your preferred gaming or anime connection in the potosphere. Whether it is a podcast on writing, a Heroes or Battlestar Galactica fan cast, a short story, or a show that serves up a slice of geek life, now is the time for your voice to be heard. Go to www.parsecawards.com and cast your nomination. The 2007 Parsec Awards. Celebrating excellence in speculative fiction podcasting. Hi, this is Harv Bennett, producer of four Star Trek movies, and you're listening to the ADD cast. We certainly are, Harv. Thanks for bringing us back in. That is probably the least amount that Harv said to you, Ed, <laughs> concerning, uh, considering your, uh, your interview. He asked one question, and he just One question, whipped. and he took just... off. And I, I was, not only was I riveted, everybody... Who was in in the vicinity of his voice was riveted. Apparently, he can tell he can tell a yarn, and that's why he's come back. I think like isn't twice 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 in a row at uh, Farpoint or. Um, these are, sure. he's, this sorry, was our first. Sorry to say. Po- well, yeah. this is these our are, first Farpoint. Yeah, this was my first Farpoint too. And and by the way, if Steve Wilson is listening, I apologize profusely for not mentioning. I said there was um, there were only a few a uh, handful of cons that had podcasting tracks and i mentioned um i think it's hypericon i mentioned balticon dragoncon and then ravencon technically had one because we had you know one panel plus the two the two tracks i completely missed farpoint <laughs> and uh, i felt so bad because he was on the panel well and, he was right he's he did the yes oh, he, oh at a panel yeah this was on a panel at balticon this is a balticon oh and, man. Oh, oh, oh steve but, we love you we would like to correct the record no, no 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 he did he corrected the record in front of everybody just fine i i, I paid my penance i paid my penance but uh but yeah steve steve put together a very very good track it's just it was just kind of frustrating because it just seemed like it just seemed like at Farpoint, people just didn't know or, more to the point, care what podcasting was. Which you mean is the of, attendees? The attendees, yeah. Oh, the rest of the podcasters, we had a grand party. We had a party. blast, man. I tell you, we had, we were having, we were having fun. I, I got to talk with Richard Hatch. I got to talk Ron with Richard Hatch. Glass, who is one of my favorite actors. Good actor. And Harv Bennett. And, you know, I did not know who Harv Bennett was. I mean, I kind of had a vague idea. I saw his name in the credits. Right. Mm-hmm. And... You know, when I when I finally realized who he was, I was I was blown away. Oh, yeah. And then he starts telling this story. I I asked him how he got involved with the Star Trek franchise, and half an hour later, you were done. Well, we were, we were <laughs> I'm out of sorry, time. We were out of time. We were Mark. out of time. I would I would have given him I, until he keeled over and died if he kept talking like that. I mean, decals, yeah. oh my. God, what a great storyteller! Yeah, I, I actually got a chance to go up to him and and tell him. I said, I said, look, uh, Mr. Bennett, I just want to thank you for influencing my life the way you did. And he just got the biggest grin, and he looked at the person standing next to him and said, "You know, I never get tired of hearing that." <laughs> I mean, but I mean, but you, I know, I, I thought about it. I mean, the stuff that he produced—the Six Million Dollar Man, the Bionic mm-hmm. Woman, 
Heck, I remember Gemini Man. I mean, I remember that show as a kid. Gemini? The Mod Squad. Uh, that's way before my time. <laughs> but yeah, the Ge- Gemini Man was this really obscure, I think it was probably a one season wonder. Uh, it was this guy that, uh, if I remember correctly, he had a wristwatch that could make himself invisible. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. And if I and I believe that was the Gemini Man. Um I'm pretty sure if, if that wasn't the Gemini Man, the other the, it was it was a guy who was paralyzed in an accident, but he had this special like pressure suit. I ast- remember that one. I that that could be the Gemini Man, but I can't remember. But I I remember it made an impression on me. And then there was um, <laughs> I just can't remember the title is all um, crawling out of that hole, uh, you know. But I remember a lot of the a lot of the stuff that he did, you know. And then of course the Star Trek franchise. I mean, I remember thinking, you know. That first Star Trek movie was okay, but it wasn't a Star Trek movie. You know, it just felt like it just felt too stiff. Star Trek the motion sickness. Yeah, I mean, um I mean, cool shots of the ship, you know, Persis Kimbata, you know, bless her soul, God rest her soul, couldn't act. And um and, and then wasn't you know, very sexy bald. No, no. There are very few people that can pull off the bald look. And Brittany and Persis are not two of those people. Uh but you know, I but, think I think it was the uh, the jumpsuit uniforms that really turned me off. I kind of like the jumpsuit uniforms. No, no, no. I like the uniforms from the second movie. That was brilliant. Well, the second movie was the second movie. They they they, they made it more military. They made it a little sharper. I they mean, you made it admit. much much sharper. But that's when I knew. But see, I knew that this was going to be a true Star Trek movie because what's the first thing you hear when when you when you saw the Starfield? And I was like, they got the music, they got the music. Well, and you know, at first I find what I find it, what I find funny is you, 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 you hear the, 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 the Star Trek, the motion picture theme, right? Yeah. You hear that and you hear it and you go, wow, that's pretty music, but that's not Star Trek. Yeah. Of course. Now you think, why are they playing Star Trek The Next Generation for Star Trek The Motion Picture? What's up with that? I actually heard somebody say that once. And I was, I was like, I was like, Sparky, you don't know half of it. <laughs> yeah. but, but, he, but, but the thing that was – but the thing that was so cool was that Harv Bennett really did make – he had a he hand in making that a, star, a, a true Star Trek movie. Oh, he, he saved it. I mean it, it definitely wasn't single-handedly, but he was at the helm and he knew where to steer that ship. And it was it was it was a it was a little lighter. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun to watch. And it's one of those it's one of those movies that you know. You, and 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 I I give Harv Bennett credit. He took a serious he, risk in bumping off Scott. He, re- he resurrected the Star Trek franchise. I don't know if I'd go that far. He had I a hand in it. Far. He had a hand in. I it. would. I think between. But I think I think it was I think it was it was it was a, it was a bunch of things. It was Star Trek the motion picture. It was Star Trek. Uh, excuse me. It was Star. It was Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan, and then Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. The kinder, gentler Star Treks, as I like to call mm-hmm. them. And then you had, um, and then you had um, uh, the crew behind Star Trek: The Next Generation. Between those three, all the people involved, um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. But you know, I yeah, don't think Next the, Gen would have gotten started without that. If without Wrath Star of Khan hadn't have made money, right? Oh if yeah, it hadn't have yeah. been good. It would have been shelved for another twenty years. But here's another. But here's the other thing that that shows you how smart Harv Bennett is. I can actually watch uh, Star Trek Two. Yeah. Say, okay, that was lifted from the from the first movie. That was lifted. He basically understood that visually, Star Trek the motion picture was a beautiful film. So what are you going to do with all this footage that you got from the original film? Well, we'll just recycle it and use it in Star Trek Two. And that's one of the ways he kept he kept costs down. For a producer, oh, that's some serious savvy right there. And well, was, you know, we came out of TV, and that you got to do that in order to keep to stay in your budgets, right? Yep. And 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 the thing was, if you weren't a fan, a rabid fan, you probably would have missed a lot of those, a, a lot of a lot of those uh, homages, homages. Well, <laughs> homages, recycling, whatever you want. Oh, whatever, call it. whatever. But that, see, but that was actually the thing that pissed me off about the next gen movies, is I could spot combat sequence sequences from the next generation movie mm-hmm. uh from a couple of them that were from the series are you talking about you talking about generations are you talking about i don't uh, remember if it was gener was generations the one where they crashed the ship yeah yeah 
Generations yeah. one, they crashed the ship. Yeah, there were there were a bunch of space combat scenes that were stolen out of keep in the mind, series. Keep in mind, the guy that directed that directed quite often for the series, and I and I tell you what, I think the 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 thing I thought that was odd about about Generations, this, it was the, it was my biggest hang up with Generations, was that they didn't need they didn't need the Kirk thing at that point. They had done Star Trek six and I thought with them, with all of them signing their names, wow, what a beautiful touch, but to bring Kirk back for Star Trek generations, I know they were saying, well, we want to pass the baton. Well, they wanted wanted to bury Kirk. Yes. Mm. They wanted to show the death of Kirk. Mm. And I think I I, I didn't like it. Actually, I I didn't like the way they did it. I'm, I'm sorry, but I think that, his death scene was excellent. Oh, I don't, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the as, death scene was excellent, as, but the as he proved to over, get there. Yes. In Over the Hedge, he can die very well. <laughs> he, Which he's, was, he's, he is, and the, Shatner is a possums. great. This it, is what we do. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what a great actor, you know, but he is, he's terrific. He, he is. And, and, and he, he actually is terrific poking fun at himself, but, Oh my God! They gave him such a, a great line in uh, Boston Legal recently. He's the he's fending off reporters while not Denny really Crane. fending. Denny Crane, Denny Crane, Denny Crane. Used I used to, used to drive my own starship. <laughs> Denny Crane. <laughs> I'm a Renaissance man, and the door the elevator door is closed. It's just a, a hoot. It's amazing. I mean, seriously. I mean, he's 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 he was he was good, and and the, the death scene was fine. But on a whole, I think that that. The way they had to try to work in Kirk, I think it was just—it was just a—it didn't work. It didn't. And I'm it sorry, didn't. but but you know, you got to be real careful who you put up next to Patrick Stewart. And I and as much as I <laughs> yes. like Kirk, um, Kirk, as much as I like William Shatner as an actor, he is no Patrick Stewart. No, Patrick Stewart is a fine, fine actor. Patrick he, Stewart is classically trained Shakespearean actor, and he can... Oh, he uh, can ho- oh, oh sweetie. Uh, yes. So is Shatner. So is Shatner. Is he really? Yes, Shatner, yes he is. Shatner, sweetie. actually, yeah, Shatner right. is. But, but here's the thing. But the but difference Shatner's is... Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss of death. Kiss of death, right there. No, no my, my issue was that... Uh, um, my issue was that, that, that Stewart... Stewart had, had, had a very different approach to um to 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 the whole Star Trek universe that that Shatner did not and I just didn't feel like the two of them were just really clicking. Um no there wasn't any chemistry between there was those two none. captains. And you know no. when you got someone like Patrick Stewart, someone with with the dynamics okay. that Stewart has. Pat, uh Patrick Stewart does a one man Christmas carol on Broadway like every year for the past decade or two decades or something. I mean, he's been doing it forever. Yeah. Um I don't think William Shatner has the chops to carry off a you know entertaining people. It's, it's not by his style. He could he could do it, but or, I don't think that it's his style. Right. That that particular story is not his style. But the other he thing too, something else. But the other thing I'm too is I, I, I agree with what uh, with what Martha says here. Uh, we're just ganging up on you left and right, Paul. You got to admit it. This is my <laughs> show. Yeah, but whose studio are you in? Thank you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, the, the the but I will say this. I think that. Um, the the thing about generations when you put it up against first contact is they said okay why didn't why what was the problem with generations and what was first contact and what do they do in first contact they capitalized on what was Patrick Stewart's strong points they gave him the shakespearean esque type of moments when he starts reading off the moby dick when he when he when he grabs the when he grabs the the rifle and throws it against the display uh you know with alfred woodward you know, saying, come on, Jean-Luc, blow up the ship. And he just has that complete and utter meltdown. Wow. You know, and he, he had that Shakespearean moment where he got to chew the wallpaper, but he did it classy. Um, you also had, you also had like the little things that, that, that we knew Picard for, like, like, ah, uh, that scene where they went into the holodeck and he was, uh, he, he was, he was the, 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 the gumshoe detective. Oh, Yes. I oh mean, my gosh! That was, it, and such a riot! I know it was great. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. I just I really enjoyed uh, First Contact, and wh- I was just I, I remember when I was watching First Contact, I said this was the next generation movie that I wanted when Generations came out. Yeah, 
And I just felt like they were trying to do it, – it, it's, that, it's that whole we're trying to do a lot of things in, in, in a two-hour span. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. like Spider-Man 3. See, I have not seen Spider-Man 3, but after all the feedback, I'm not sure if I want to. Dude, it's only okay. Wait, it's not – it doesn't Put it in your it doesn't Netflix suck. queue. Right. It, it, it doesn't suck, but the thing that pissed me off about it, it most of all – way better. Is the reason I loved Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man 2 is because I saw Tobey Maguire – and what's her name? Um, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst on screen, and the chemistry was between great. them was believable, oh, yeah. and it was intense. I needed a cold shower after that. Yeah. <laughs> and and that was what sucked me in. I I mean, the rest of the stuff, I, I you know, was just a backdrop for the two of them, you know, and and the the on screen relationship was phenomenal. And it is almost completely missing. It shows up. Wow. There's like a little little gem of it, a little chip of it left in it toward the end. And that's it. Hmm. You know? Wow. And, and, oh, man, it was just such a major disappointment to me. Hmm. I mean, they, they could have left Harry out. They could have left the Sandman out and treated them. Completely. They so actually, what they, they should have left done, out the suit. They should have left out Venom. They should have left Venom out. Or they should have just concentrated on ha- Venom. No, no. Leave it. Well, leave Venom out. Leave Harry out, and just do the Sandman because they couldn't. The Sandman was his story is phenomenal. Oh, really? Well, How, the, however, the real story, however, sweetie, the 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 suit, the the wacko suit from space. Venom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, Venom was a piece of the overarching theme of the movie the theme of the movie was choice it uh spider-man didn't start acting uh, bizarre and flaky and and mean because because venom took him over there was a seed of that already in him and he let he, he it was urged to do it venom kind of released whatever's into his system and that and he let that happen and he came to the realization that that was an issue, that was a problem, that was something that he should not be doing because uh, for, you know, the, the reasons in the movie. And he chose to put aside the advantage of the suit and put aside that perso- persona. And uh, Sandman made choices and um, Harry made choices. But they, they could have they could have still done... A choice-based theme, without mucking it up by having too many supervillains at once. And I agree, that was the problem. There are too many supervillains. So if they had, if in my opinion, if they had cut Venom out and they had cut Harry out completely, I mean, you could have had Harry at the beginning just to have Spider-Man kick his ass and send him off to go lick his wounds. I swear, I do not like the actor playing Harry. He is such a puss. I, I, I'm like, is this guy trying to act like James Dean? And then I found out later he did play James Dean. But man, he just looks so angsty. I'm like, dude, get some X-lax, flush up your system, and be fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> what you really need, Sonny, is a long stint on the toilet. Get your iPod, put on some good Michelle Malone music, You'll feel some so X-lax. much better. Well, better yet, I have this lovely little podcast I want you to listen to. Take a listen to this. The past never dies. It only sleeps. In a solitary station on the fringe of known space, the past is beginning to stir. And when it wakes, Crescent Station will be as the belly of the beast. We shouldn't be in here. I know that. I I can't get the door open. Hurry, please. I'm trying. I I can hardly see. Open it. I'm trying. Hurry! No! I don't think we're alone in here. Oh my god. Oh my god! Crescent is the debut podcast novel by Phil Rossi. Coming spring 2007 to a podcatcher near you. To subscribe, visit www.crescentstation.net. Some places are far darker than deep space. Crescent. Coming spring 2007 to a podcatcher near you. KJ. Yes, Chris. Do you have a second? Sure. What's on your mind? I'm having a problem. 
Really? What is it? I don't understand women. You know, Chris, I had the same problem until I found Tag in the Seam. Tag in the Seam? What's that? It's an insightful and informative podcast for real women. Oh, really? But will it answer the really big questions? What do you mean? Well, you know, what are they thinking and what are they feeling and how do they work down there? Yes, Chris. Leanne will answer all of your questions. Thanks, KJ. You're welcome. You know, and KJ. Yes? Do you ever have that not-so-fresh feeling? Will you two stop yammering? One of you get me a beer. I'm trying to watch the game. For the answers to all of your questions, go to www.taginthescene.com. And and we're back. We're back, <laughs> sort of, almost, kind of, and we're keep padding. We're we're padding now, and I really stuffing, have to stuffing cotton into really into have crevices. To believe that oh, wait, here we go. Leanne knew that the actor. Hi, this is fits. Richard Hatch, and you're listening to the ADD Cast. You talked over Richard Hatch. How dare you do that again? <laughs> I mean, this is a what kind of a bumper is that? You, you it's got, a, I got it's nine like, seconds, but it's like twenty. Hi, this is Richard Hatch, and you're listening to the ADD cast. Thanks, Five Richard. seconds, but I got 20 seconds left here. Dude! Because he, I he didn't I, trim it. I need a little, you know, it needs a little trim. Just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. You think? Come a little like off the, the back. Yeah. The, uh, the the Crescent promo that, we'll see, what happened was that the, um, and this sometimes happens, I don't know if you guys have this problem, but with the uh, the Soundbite OS X. Yeah. Uh, I'll be dragging stuff, and it you know ha- ha- handles just fine, takes everything, and all of a sudden, boom! It will it will just crash on me. So I start over. So I have to start over again, and I lost Richard Hatch's bumper being ready. So I had to search it while we were. Do you have the latest batting. version? The what? I, the the guy who writes Soundbite. I think I actually just paid him like another thirty bucks to upgrade because the latest version has just like way more stuff in it that I've been wanting out of it, and much more stable. Yeah. So it's a. It's a work in progress. Well, he, he and we love it. updates it. Soundbite's great. Love it. I yeah. love it. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, but it's just, you know, I, and I love it too when it doesn't crash on me. But when it does crash on me, all I can think of is this. General Hammond, request permission to beat the crap out of this man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, uh, it just, I mean, I get, I get, I get this, this is why this is very dangerous software for me because I know when I do stuff like that, you just stare at me and you go, you utter creep. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a little black adder on standby. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> and, and, and Rowan what? Atkinson kicks ass. That he does. That he does. What is the candidate's middle name? Uh, yes. yes sod off. Sod off. Sod off. Sod off. <laughs> well, really? <laughs> Yes. I know you mean to be friendly, but I hope you won't take it amiss if I ask you to sort off and die. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Ah, uh, so I'm I'm going to stop playing with the cart with the cart software right now. Okay, I swear to God, I am. Private pile, I'm going to give you three seconds. I've done it now. Exactly three fucking seconds to wipe that stupid looking grin off your face, or I will gouge out your eyeballs and skull. F- you. Hey, wait a minute! Didn't I just say that in my last Bill about Batting's podcast? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Something along those lines. I did. I swear I did. You were a very angry. Man, I was. In, I was in a very unhappy place. <laughs> but hey, the good news were, is, you were a teepee. You were a wigwam. You I were was, a teepee. You were a wigwam. I was too tense. That's Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> but one of the reasons why I think I'm 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 coming down and I feel myself coming down is that the the new the new Intel Mac is working. It it's had, behaving. We is have it? had, and it's in the closet, and, it, and it's in the closet <laughs> Where with it Scott Sigler. Um, and <laughs> you know, GarageBand, you know, has not kernel panicked, and neither has Soundtrack Pro. We've launched it. I've launched it alongside of Microsoft Word. It seems like everything is. It seems like everything is working fine. Now I just need to write a couple chapters, and then I'll be good. <laughs> that will be sweet. Meanwhile, I believe they are. Close to Blotto, uh, out in uh, out in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, so hey, uh, we are missing the live feed, and that might be a good thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I have things to say about what's going on, but it's still a little too early. It's far too early. Yeah. It's far too early because what the stuff I have to say, I'm going to say to people's face. 
one of those people, a person, if you will, a person, if you will, is going to find my booted foot about three feet up his ass. <laughs> it's one thing. To, it's one thing to make to make jokes or make snarky remarks about a situation, but when you're when you're not even at the situation. And when you go personal on people yeah. you don't know, that's the thing that I love podcasters. We talk about, hey, you know, I love you. I don't like your show. It's just not for me. I that kind of thing. You. That goes on all the time because everyone that I've met in the podcasting community has been phenomenal. Mm. Great. Great you're, you're a better man than I, Gunga Din. <laughs> I think I've met, I've met, I've met a few chumps. I've met a few chumps. Well, you met the, the asshole from that podcast that we don't talk about. Exactly. That asshole from that podcast. Yeah. Yes, that yeah. one. But uh, when look one, him up at that ass at that, that asshole, asshole that that podcast podcast dot com. Com. <laughs> When one of our own, when one of our family, when one of the podcasting family gets the family from Farpoint Media, very, I'm not very happy with you. Goes personal on someone who stood up and offered to help. I get very upset now. Thankfully, this person who's about seven foot tall. <laughs> And Very looks like he gentlemen. could sh- shred someone with his bare hands is not angry about what other people, the person who will be getting my boot up his ass, <laughs> is saying about him. I'm angry because it's dead wrong. It's well, it's not only dead wrong; it's just tacky. And I, I, you know, I mean it. It it reeks of it reeks of of taking sides in a situation where nobody really should be taking sides. And, you know, we talked about this and we should probably end talking about it, even though the listeners are going, ooh, 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 ooh. Drama, 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 drama. You know what? I had plenty of drama last week. Drama queen. <laughs> I had plenty of drama oh, last week. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's, let's consult the Magic 8-Ball. Here we go. Magic 8-Ball, should we stop talking about this topic? And it says... Cannot predict now. <laughs> no lie. Cannot predict now. Okay. Uh, but oh, the magic eight ball. All hail the magic eight ball. Um, have either one of you guys seen uh, Fantastic Four yet? No. 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 Have you? No. Not yet. Um, before, I'm not leaving this house before, until I until I yeah. write at least four chapters. Before yes. we go in that direction, <clears throat> Balticon. I think you've talked about your experience there. A whole lot of other people have talked about their experience. I talked there. about. I, I, yeah, we talked about it very briefly on the ADD cast when I was there with the for the po- pork pulling, which was yeah, tray yeah. yummy. Oh, <laughs> uh, but what about Balticon? Oh, I just I hadn't done my uh, my whole what a great time I had because I normally don't sweetie, have such a great time, sweetie. What was your favorite part of Balticon? I've been wanting to ask. My favorite part of Balticon had to have been dinner with the podcasters at Michael's restaurant. We had about twenty people. Mm. Um, oh, at this awesome enormous food. table. Awesome food. Oh, wait. T wasn't there. I wasn't there. <laughs> I'm really sorry, T. You want to know why I wasn't there? Why, why weren't, weren't you there? there? I was dealing with some drama. Oh, that's ah, right. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the other drama. And you know, when Balticon ended, I thought that drama was done. No, sorry, Bob, because then I got a phone call. I got a phone call followed by two more phone calls. The drama continued. And I thought, you know, I think it'll be okay. The drama will, will settle. Everything will be fine. I'll just post episode 13 of the Bill of Battings podcast and everything will be fine after here. Wrong! So, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, I missed that dinner. I was sorry to hear that. You were missed, T. Thank you. I'm sure I was. But you know what? Nobody missed me at the roast. <laughs> Nobody missed me at the you, roast. You, sir, jumped higher than any white man I have ever known. White men can't jump. You haven't seen T. Morris. <laughs> Shit. Your feet cleared four feet. I mean, they were over the backs of the chairs by at least a foot. But I was, that I, was incredible. Well, see, that's because I was in a happy place. I was at Balticon. I was at Balticon with, with, with shiny, happy podcasters. And happy that's despite place. all happy the place. drama. Happy place. Because despite, the drama, yeah. the drama, it was just, you know. We drama shrama. We, we could have lived yep. without it, 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 and it didn't spoil Balticon. And no, it besides, didn't. my friend Carrie showed up in a, <laughs> a chain mail halter top. 
<laughs> oh, is that who that was? Yes, that I was didn't who that get was. the name on those. Yeah, her name is on those. Her, 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 yeah, her name is Carrie with the with uh, Tweedledum and Tweedledumber. The reason why she calls them Tweedledum and Tweedledumber because that's what happens to guys when they look at them. They get Tweedledum oh, and Tweedledumber. But uh, but the the yeah Carrie. Let's just say and get there this. was no bl- there was no blood getting to my brain when she was in. The we room. were all pretty silly, but you know what? Here's the beautiful thing. Here's the beautiful thing. Carrie is now into podcasting. She oh, is sweet. so getting into podcasting. She she because signed you up. know podcasting is a visual medium. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but what's so funny Bless is I think she I think she has She's smart. Oh oh, yeah. smart as a tack. Um, and her husband even smarter, possibly even sharp as a tack. Sharp, smart, whatever. Um, both <laughs> yeah, of them. I'm not sure of hey, the, look, intel- the IQ They're part of, of a attack. Scotch society, okay? How cool is that? That's awesome. Oh, and, wow. And, I mean, just great people. Just great people. Um, the two of them. Well, actually, the hubby is not getting into podcasting because he he he, he described it to me as, as a distraction. And, you know, some people just can't get into it. Carrie, on the other hand, she is eating it up with a spoon. She has subscribed since, since Balticon. She has subscribed to... As far as I know, winging it, Crescent, and Billy Battings. Sweet. And the only thing she's missing is the Cervic ADD. Cold. Cervic Cold. Cold. Or the ADD cast or the Balticon podcast, but she might actually subscribe and to the Balticon podcast. I, I just change the ors to ands and we'll be fine. What, did I say <laughs> or and what? You said or. Oh. Well, I don't want to overwhelm her with podcasts. <laughs> kind of like me right now because right now I'm starting to get backed up on my winging it. I'm backed up on my um, – Geologic podcast. I'm been, I'm backing up on everything. I've had to jettison a few things recently, and you just have to. I mean, you just have to. There's and, only and so much time it's in the an day. Ephemeral media. It, it's you know you can you can almost always go back, but I think I think pot. You know, no one can be Evo Terra and listen to 200 podcasts. <laughs> I don't think Evo Terra could be. It's Evo not even Terra. that. I've I pruned down my podcast listening, but the problem is that I can't listen to podcasts and write. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't it, listen it, at work because I have to produce other things that require me to like. Oh, trust me. If, type. <laughs> if my day job was doing what I, what, what I, what I do on, on freelance, which is, you know, graphic layout and design, I, mm-hmm. I'd be listening to podcasts left and right. But because I can't. That, that occupies a different part of your brain. Exactly. And, you know, the commute, I can listen to podcasts like that on my commute but you you try to get me uh you try to get me when I'm writing and I'm trying to listen to a podcast I can't do it and it frustrates me because uh I don't want to fall behind on Crescent I don't want to fall behind on um on on Geo cuz I, I I dig George um don't want to fall behind on uh, on on a lot of the stuff the Scapecast I love the Scapecast I might have to drop it because and it breaks my heart cuz they have been so good to me Playing my promos, pimping my wares. I mean, telling people about the workshop that I'm doing in August with Lonnie. They've been such good people. And I might have to drop them because I'm already like 10 shows in the queue. And they do. And I like long podcasts. That's the other thing that kills me. Yeah. I like long podcasts. And all these podcasts that I'm falling behind on, they're 60. They're 60 minutes, if not longer. Uh, Steven, you and Cobb's got them all beat. Two and a half hours. The Stephen Ewing and you. Stephen Ewing Cobb is on crack. Let's just face it; he but is but on he, crack. He does one he a month, does it, but he does it properly. He does okay. multiple segments, and you can like listen through he a puts segment. An, an index in at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, the only thing that he doesn't yes, do he does well. does that well. would be really kick-ass if it is would be to do uh, chapters, turn it into an advanced podcast and do oh, chapters. Well, but that limits but his audience. That limits his audience big time. That's the only downside. I know. I I, I understand. However, that. comma, however, comma. Um, with the downslide of aggregators like iPod or X, and there's actually a, a there's a podcast sitting on my aggregator right now from the typical Mac user where they talk to one of the two people behind uh, iPod or X, and they talk about the other side of what happened mm-hmm. and why it's not being developed. I want to take a listen to that. I want to hear that. Is that August or Ray? It's August. Really? And okay. I've heard Ray's side of it. 
Yeah, so, so we'll be I. picking up typical Mac user, at least for that episode. At least for that episode. For, and Vic, that, Victor Kachiao. <laughs> my boy, Victor Kachiao, yeah. Victor Kachiao. Bye, Victor Kachiao. Uh, oh, and you know, and this is also my chance to say thank you for finding me, speaking of Victor and the Bill Above Battings podcast, thank you so much for finding me Beth Wojcicki. Beth is amazing, <laughs> isn't she? She's, she's oh, really good. Man. I mean, It's a salute. I know this is I know this is visual and won't come across on the uh, on the podcast part of this, but she I'll said I heard this uh, when she, she said I when I read this line I saw her go it's a salute to prohibition. Oh, that's funny because I, I actually <laughs> I actually saw her do the head bob and uh, I, I didn't see necessarily the salute, but I did definitely saw it was, the head bob. It was a two finger salute. A two finger salute. salute to yep. prohibition. A salute to prohibition. <laughs> and she really nailed that line. So I was oh, very, very pleased. She ever. That. Yeah, but I mean, she was fantastic, and with forty eight hours to crank that out for me, and then at the last minute. I'm sorry out. that we missed that line, but you know. Don't worry about it. You you got you guys missed the one line, and you, you it wasn't covered. highlighted. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it was my right. fault. Um, trust me, it was my fault. <laughs> and but um, you know the 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 thing I find interesting about that is um is that it it happened in the eleventh hour, the worst possible thing that could happen. I have a guest voice that that reassures me that they're committed, they're committed, and then they don't they don't come through. Okay, can you say who the guest? I'd voice rather was not. I'm, I'm, I'm just, taking, I mean, I'm, mostly I assume that if someone can't respond like that, it's because they're freaking way too busy or or for some reason. I never ascribe malice to it, it is, yeah. or or go after it, but I, I'm But I'm it really curious. puts you and, in a bind. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it really did. And um, honestly, I the reason, why I'm, the reason why I'm taking the high road on this is in light of what's going on with Farpoint Media. Um, and, what, and not that this person is affiliated in any way with Farpoint, it's just that it's that type of talk and that type of banter that kind of got Farpoint Media into the the bad juju that it's in right now. The cesspool? Pretty much. And oh, oh gentlemen, it's just going through a rough patch. And uh okay, that's what oh, you want to call it? You go yeah. right ahead. Yeah. You go right ahead. You keep calling. I'm gonna still be the uh I'm gonna be the great optimist. But there was a watershed moment in your Farpoint affiliation today. Was Which there was? not? You received a check. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. First check, my first check. Michael R. Meningay's bookie finally paid up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, I'll try not to spend that twenty bucks in the hall on the same place. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. I, you know, when people when, when people are saying, you know, oh yeah, we're part of a network and we're going to get a check. You know, I look at it like, you know what? I am a member of the Screen Actors Guild, and I get a check for the time that I spent on the set of Homicide: Life on the Street. And when that three fifty comes up, I tell you what. I hold that check up proud, and I said, "Honey, tonight when we go out, I'm paying for parking." <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems to be a, a bit of a waste, though, because three fifty is about the price of a Starbucks. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, you could buy your wife coffee. I'd, r- I'd rather buy her Panera. Starbucks sucks. <laughs> uh, uh, I, oh, them's fighting words. Yeah, yeah. No, Starbucks no, 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 no. I like Caribou coffee better. Oh, the wild card, the Caribou wild card. Yeah. yeah. But um, but no, off mic, I'll 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 hit you onto that. But but yeah, I mean, at least at least it happened later in the game, and I'm thinking that guest voices have been so much fun. I really do think that I want to do that from a Ravi Me Mastered. But that is for another podcast at another time. It we certainly wrap it up, is because. You know, anyone who can't drink Starbucks can't be on my show. So. Oh! <laughs> Get the hey, hell reme- out of my studio. Uh, I am not on only a card carrying member is a of card- Starbucks. He owns, I, he owns I stock. own stock in the company. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, remember, this ADD cast is brought to you live from Imagine That Studios. Imagine That. In beautiful Manassas, Virginia, which is nowhere near fucking Vienna. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, but Michelle Malone will be playing in fucking Vienna. That's pretty good. Nice, nice slide. Yeah, July 11th, because slide, we have slide. Jam and Java. Jam and Java. And I want y'all to remember, you can control the stimulus. Control, control the, the response. response. Farpoint Media, powered by Podango.